Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Grab that vinyl, will you? We are the Vinyl Boys, and we're back for another episode. I got the whole crew here. What up? And uh, it's time to do that second episode of the classic album, Speaker Box, The Love Below. We've got lots of love here in the building today. Let's hear from the Vinyl Boys. DJ Ramo G, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good, fam. Definitely uh, nice and chill. Yeah, you're drinking hot cocoa before I am. the show. I am. Because, um, you know, here in Florida, like, we it's, just lose it. down to 50. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's winter for us. This is our winter. What's going on, Memphis On Air? How you feeling? Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? I'm good, yo. Where would you rank this uh, album in the top 10 of all time? I mean, it has sold more than any other album in the history of the hip-hop game here. Where do you put it? Man, I wouldn't put it in top 10, my personal top 10, but, you know. But it ain't... It, it ain't... It ain't terrible. It's really good. No, I, I love this album, but I just yeah. would... I did, there's just other albums that I love more than this one, and I really, really like this one. Even, what, even what would from you Outcast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe my top 50. Top 50? You'd put 49 other albums ahead of this album. Yeah. Hip-hop, yeah. You know how much hip-hop is out there? No, you know no, it's no a doubt, lot. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This this album is great, but it ain't better than It's Dark and Hell is Hot. What do you think it's better than uh, than AT Aliens? Uh, no. That's my favorite. No, it's not better than AT Aliens. Not at all. I or, like this one though. It's not better than Equimini either. But this is the I first. I think Equimini is the best. This is the first time I'm actually listening to this one entirely. Oh yeah. From end to end, both sides. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is dope. I like it. Mm-hmm. And we got the man behind the wheels of steel today, DJ Tomcat, who has the album in his hand. What's going on, DJ Tomcat? What's up there, Gentry? That's not an album. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. It's an album. Ramo G on time. That was a. That was a. That was a penis joke. Oh, okay. Are you are you swinging something small over there, Tomcat? That's uh, right. It's the needle. <laughs> <laughs> needle size, drop it on you. Yeah. Well, let's, all right. Back to the music, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's go ahead and do that. Drop the Jesus. needle on the love below. How far below are we going to go today? Below the belt, I see. Hey. Now, last week's episode was uh, Speaker Box, which had a lot of big boys songs on. He produced most of those songs. This album. Andre 3000 had his touch on this side. Now, I think they dropped Hey Ya first off this one, and that's what I remember about this album. I like myself. What do I think about? When I remember this album, I remember that video for Hey Ya right away. Bam, Andre doing that video, looking like the Beatles, all the girls screaming. Remember that video? It I was do. wild. I do, I do. It was, some, it was different. Andre, there's a quote from him where he said that, at one point, when he first played Hey Ya for his closest friends, they all said, man, you are going to ruin your career. The yeah. first few people that heard it was like, what <laughs> is this? This is not Outkast. This is going to ruin you. But sure. It could be their biggest hit. Wrong. I mean, crossover. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, 
in, in the in one thing I would say, it doesn't seem like it's like Outcast's biggest hit, you know, because Outcast seems to be out Quimini, AT Aliens. It's a certain type of music, whereas this is a little bit different. So it's, this is kind of more like Andre. Well, if I that think, makes any sense. I think what oh, I feel like each 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 album had their own flair. Like Big Boy's style, his the speaker box was more for the for the the trunk, you know, the clubs and stuff like that. You riding your car. Andre's more eclectic, you know, with what he likes to do. So I think that's the the the, um, the difference between the two albums. It was almost like they took Outkast, separated it, and then put it on the same album. Okay. Huh. This right here is sounding like uh, Rage Against the Machine all of a sudden. This is what, the love hater? Yeah, love hater. Now, see, this is the type of song I would have thought they would have said would have ruined his career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It says here the Love Below is a concept album about the love life of a man. 80% of it is based on Andre 3000's own experiences, and it is a continuous narrative with every song following a storyline. He starts off being bored, unsatisfied with himself, uh, himself, and he wants to find love. And the first girl he meets starts out as a one-night stand, you know, just dips it in. Oh, watch out. Slips it and dips it. Erica Badu. <laughs> Memphis knows all about that. Yep. And then we put my business out there like that without my permission. <laughs> now, you did say you slept with yeah, yeah, 48 yeah. women. Uh, I did. From 48 yeah, different not, states. And, and, yeah, I ain't ashamed of that either. But Ramo can't put your business out. No. No, no. I have to. He can speak on it after I speak on it. I thought you did already. No, I didn't speak I was, on it today. No. So you oh, gotta, so it's daily. So we're not. You just got to wait. Just whenever you bring it up. Whenever I bring it up. And then we can go. Then you can jump in. All right. All right. But careful what you say. (laughs) You know, I was actually listening to that new Blue Sun on the way in here again. And I like it. Really good, man, ain't it? It's good. Yeah. Very relaxing. So Andre is continuing to change. His new album's all flute music. Yeah. I've been listening to it a lot. This music is completely different from the outcast that I grew up with. Well, and it's obvious that he has a different view of like his music background and where he was trying to go with his music and that's cool i like it if you listen to last week's episode you remember andre's mother you know but got him bust to buckhead on that side of atlanta which was predominantly white neighborhood and he would come back home listening to like zz top records and uh, rock records so he was heavily influenced by all different kinds of music he loved hip-hop as well but here's a clip of uh, Andre 3000 as he sits in a laundromat, by the way. I don't know if you know this, but Andre 3000 does his laundry at the laundromat. And we will find out more about that coming up. But here's a click, uh, clip. Do you think that Andre's holding out on uh, rap music? Uh, he responds. People think, oh, man, he's just sitting, sitting on raps or like he's just holding or holding these raps hostage. Like, hey, I ain't got no raps like that. Like, it's... it's it actually feels sometimes it feels inauthentic for me to rap because I, I don't have anything to talk about in that way. Like I'm 48 years old and not not to say that age is a thing that dictates what you rap about. But in a, in a way it does. And like things that happen in my life, like what do you talk like? I got to go get a, a colonoscopy. Like, what do you 
<laughs> like, what do you rap about? You know what I mean? Like, my eyesight, my eyesight is going bad. Like, <laughs> I can second that. I my eyesight is going yeah. bad. And I that, mean, but you know, some people may want to hear that. You know what I mean? It's all about growth. You know? Yeah, exactly. Sure. This this Rick Rubin video I was watching earlier today is what he said. He said every song is like a journal entry. Right? And that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. Where if you're telling the truth about yourself, and that's what he's saying, I'm, I'm kind of getting older, I'm 48, and uh, I had to go get a colonoscopy. That's what you got to rap about because you're doing journal entries. It may not be the thing that everybody wants to hear. Although it depends on how you put it together because I'm sure if Eminem could rap about a colonoscopy. Yeah, well, and his, I'll go, I'm still going. to be honest. His fan base, you know, that's been with them since day one. I mean, they're getting older and growing together. So as you get older, you want to evolve and you should hopefully get better. So, him talking about getting him getting himself together and checked up. I mean, what man don't need to hear that? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, fellas, you need to go get your get your colons checked and make sure your cholesterol is right. And, you know, shit like that stuff we talk about off air. You know, so you know, I think there people would love to hear that. I mean, just like this latest album he put out, people really love it. Yeah. You know, so of course I would want to hear it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and, and I think it carries a lot more weight when it comes from somebody you look up to like you know, that even even though, you know, you we all understand yeah. as adults, he's just an artist, but like if he's willing to put that personal information out there to be like, Look, I had it done, I think you should as well, like it makes right. sense. Maybe it makes more sense to more people, you know? Yeah, because you can the message People get a, a message sure. more via through music or, like you yeah. say, people they respect or whatnot. And, and they associate themselves yeah. with, you yeah. know? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. This, this album in uh, 2004 got six Grammy nominations, and that resulted in three wins, including uh, Album of the Year. Nice. That's dope. So it did well. Yeah. 11.4 million sales. My name is Cupid Valentino. So this one's called Happy Valentine's Day. I remember this, yeah. And I just want to say one thing. So the story of this album, uh, like I said, he starts off at the beginning of the album being bored and unsatisfied, and he wants to find love. The first girl he meets, One Night Stand. But then he develops a relationship with her later, and they become parents. And then as the album goes on, they, they get to know each other more. He realizes that she's not the one, though. Well, and I feel like he's talking about Eric Badu. I'm pretty sure he is. They do have a child together named Seven, I believe. Yeah, seven. He just turned like 18, 19 years old not too long ago. Time flies. And so that's the journey of this whole album, I guess, is a, uh, it's a love letter. The Love Below. Your belt line. Andre 3000. Here's a clip from... Below these nuts. You ruined a good moment. I did. did. This episode of Dem Vinyl Boys is being brought to you by Prize Picks. There's no better time of the year to be a sports fan than right now. You got the NFL getting poised for the playoffs, college football in the playoffs, hockey is playing, you got the NBA just wrapped up their in season tournament, and now with Prize Picks, you can combo football and basketball. Like you can throw something down for LeBron James and Travis Kelsey, combo it, and win 25 times your money. Very simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry on prize picks in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and a big selection of players and stat types. And that's what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. And our listeners, we got the hookup. All you have to do, go to prizepicks.com slash vinyl. Use our code vinyl for the first deposit. They'll match it up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash vinyl. Use our code vinyl for the first deposit. Match up to a hundred bucks. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's Andre talking about what kind of music he is listening to uh, these days. Instrumental music. Uh, I was just turned on to Steve Reich. I just, just now, like, and I'm like, where, where the hell have I been? Because I knew Philip Glass. I was always into Philip Glass, but I never. And somebody said, well, if you like Philip Glass, you'll love Steve Reich. Yeah, I've been into a lot of, a uh, lot of instrumental music now. Because um, I'm, I just had a point where I sometimes I feel like a lot of lyrics just bombard you, you know. And I know it sounds crazy coming from a rap artist, but I think sometimes, you know, just sometimes the thoughts just just take over you know and then not necessarily anything you want to be a part of you want to party and you know but um i kind of that i kind of like music that i can have my own thoughts to you know so that's kind of what where i've been i mean i've heard i heard that before and i really like it yeah we played that clip on uh, last week's episode and i like it a lot because uh, you know sometimes you're like you don't understand listening to instrumental music but Sometimes people's thoughts on a record can bombard you, and sometimes they're talking about stuff maybe, like he said, I don't really want to be a part of, and it gives me anxiety or gives me weird feelings. But if you listen to instrumental music, you can have your own thoughts to it. You don't got to worry about it. Right. Which is probably the inspiration for him to make Next this thing you know, Megan Thee Stallion comes on, bow, bow, bow. You're like, oh, 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 oh. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, it's like, shit, man. Turn that bullshit <laughs> off. In my day. She's always in the gym, that Megan Thee Stallion. She is a stallion. I give her that. She, she is. Keep that she's body a, right she's doing the Olympics. If she don't, she's going to get fat. This is true. Uh-oh. I hear no lies. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying nothing that's not true. I'm just bold enough to say it. That's fine. You said she's doing the Olympics, TK. Uh, I saw something where there was she's doing ads for the Olympics and she's gonna have a big like fl- oh, stallion with wings. Uh, yeah, for the Olympics coming up. Yeah, uh, next year in Italy. Cause I got for what like the breakdancing competition or something. I don't know. Breakdancing is gonna be in the uh, Olympics this year. Twerking is actually being added to the Olympics. Oh please, no I hope not. <laughs> Ramo, you know you're on that team. Olympic I'm the coach, team. But it's a secret. So shut up, Tom. He's a judge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do we get that? I'm the coach. Co- judge for the torque team. I'm in coach. Ten. We talked about Andre 3000 now being 48 years old as we do uh, this episode of Dem Vinyl Boys. I have a clip here where he's saying that he's gotten older and doesn't even get recognized like he uh, used to back in the day. And I'm older now, so a lot of people, they see me like, you look like him, but nah, nah, that ain't 2000. So it's like me and Big Boy used to literally pray every night. Lord, really, really we just want to be good rappers. That's That was our prayer. It was called like a rapper's prayer. Like, <laughs> Lord, we really just want to be good rappers. And we did that. And it's kind of like now we're seeing that it's happened. I love that it's happened. Like, I don't regret any of that. But it's kind of like now that I'm at a certain level, 
I miss certain things about normalcy and like I'm an only child so I've always kind of been to myself anyway. I kind of like my solitary kind of chill life. That's dope. I respect uh, that too. A hundred percent understand that. I'm 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 kind of there with that. I mean, how many times can you have somebody come in your face, not come in your face, but come up in your face <laughs> and TK, say, you're I don't care, bro. Everyone. And say, hey, are you Andre 3000? You know, kind of, you know what I mean? Like over and not over and over again, coming in your face. But coming up to your face and just being like, it's the same transaction over and over again. Like, hey, are you him? Are you Andre? I mean, how many times gonna happen before you're like, all right, I don't like this anymore. Yeah, but that's a lot sure. you sign up for too, so. Well, I they just it, wanted to be good rappers is what he was saying, but the life that it becomes, I'm sure, when you become famous must be really crazy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just Everything is done totally under microscope. I can't really under, everywhere you go, people's eyes would just immediately go to you. How weird would that be? It would be like they or some a sci-fi movie at first. They, I remember that. They take out their phones immediately and just start filming you. You'd be like, whoa. And it's hard to decipher who is trying to get something from you for their mm -hmm. own personal gain or who is trying to be genuine to you and really has your best interest in mind. Truth because uh, that's a real issue for celebrity is everyone's trying to attach themselves to you. Sure. And and some some people are bad that are attaching themselves to you that can ultimately take down the celebrity. Like grandma. Yeah. We got to watch them. Bring down the house. <laughs> this song's called Spread. <laughs> them legs. Yeah, quarter to three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Spread them at quarter to three, baby. The next song is Where Are My Panties, so I guess that is what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Andre liked that booty. The interview of uh, the clip that we were just playing with Andre saying that he really didn't want to be in the spotlight anymore, I found it interesting. They, it's a GQ interview, and they did it at a laundromat. And the reason why they did it there is because uh, Andre likes to go to the laundromat. He says he meets interesting people there. And he likes to keep his clothes seasoned, he says. Like he likes his food. He likes spicy food. So he likes other people's clothes rolling around with his? Well, I think uh, That's weird. he never said that. But he, <laughs> but he did say that he likes to go to the laundromat at least once a week. And he meets interesting people. So I thought uh, that it was just interesting that Andre 3000 still going to the laundromat. And I like to season my clothes with the bed bugs and lice from other people. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear let's hear a clip from Andre. Here he is, jackass. Live from the laundromat. Here is uh, Andre 3000. Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, laundromat, uh, not too far from my house. How'd you end up out here? I was making a move <laughs> from from New York. It was really supposed to be like a, like a six-month kind of, you know, reset. You know, come to California, get some sun. It gives me a chance to kind of uh, to be out in the world. And, like, when I'm putting clothes in the dryer, I usually go out in the alley and practice. You know, I play my instrument out in the alley. And it's just something to do to get out in the sun a little bit. What is important about being out in the world? Uh, meeting people. Like, I met this old lady here. Uh, she was from Vienna. I had my bass clarinet at the time and I was kind of playing. What? And she says, uh, the, your music, the music that you're playing, it reminds me of my old country. We sparked up like a real cool friendship and she was like, if you come here next Saturday, 
I'll bring you all of my old record collection of classical music from Vienna. And she told me a time to meet her, but unfortunately I was late. And so when I came, I, she wasn't around. So I hadn't seen her, so I'm hoping she's still alive, you know. Do people clock that it's you when you're here? Nah, she didn't she know who I was. It's kind of like, some people may recognize me. Like, oh man, that's cool, but it's not like crazy. Like, I kind of like what my life is where I can, where I can come and do this. Yeah. The laundromat. I've never enjoyed too many experiences at the laundromat for whatever reason. Well, I didn't like it because we had to use it when I was a kid. So when you, had, when you get to stop using it, you don't want to go back. Yeah, that's true. Now, yeah. we used to go to the laundromat to do the uh, the big blankets. Yeah. Because they wouldn't fit in our washing machine. We still have to do that sometimes. But now you can take it to a place and drop it off and they'll wash them for you. I'm sure he had oh, to use okay. the laundromat too sometimes as a kid, so he knows. Yeah, I remember uh, us using the laundromat at times, living in an apartment with no... Sitting on the dryers, playing yep. with, you know, just kind of sitting on the dryer. Dinner all day. Putting the quarters in. Can I put the quarters in? Thing would take the quarters. We used to go on Saturday mornings. Go yeah. down there, so we watch, watch like Soul Train and all of Yeah, they had the TVs stuff, up in the corners, in. hanging oh, up yeah. in the corner. Soul Train was... And then Always they had the good. little machines yeah, with the yeah. like the M&Ms and stuff in them. You could get a quarter from your mom yep. and go get some M&Ms or whatever. The, the bubblegum machine that where the bubblegum would come down like oh, a yeah, then the, the, roll the, the, all the way around, pop where, out. Where are my, where, where are my pants? Oh, where, a stallion where are got in here at? somehow. You got to find them. You got to get out of here. Let's listen to this. What? I don't. He gonna think I'm a hoe. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> what do you mean gonna? Yeah, no shit. Oh, fuck that. I liked it. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was drunk and it was my birthday anyway. Oh, see, that's how they think. Your birthday was last week, bitch. Maybe I should just lay here and let them touch my booty. Oh, I would do that too, baby. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But you don't even know my name. You don't need to. I know she think I just think she's some kind of hoe. <laughs> I don't give a shit about giving it up on the first night. Mm -mm. They just let me know. You're a skank, bitch. She know what she want out of life. She don't know. I just crop dusted. <laughs> what a hell of a way to goddamn wake up. Dutch oven. Morning wood. Oh, that shit was good. Hear the birds in the background. Oh, maybe she'll give me some breakfast. That'd be great. Uh, she's like, probably not. <laughs> she's so goddamn sweet. Over easy. Sweet as she want to be. Ice cold. Ooh, I just lay. Ooh, I want to lay in her hell. I got you an Uber for breakfast. Can't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Cool. You think he's talking about Erica Badu still? Whoa. What? She, you think he's still talking about just Erica? Roll over and just lay on a book. Not on this yeah. one. <laughs> no, no, no. I see why you took this album out of your top ten. Be cool, be cool. It's, cool. Why? it's getting a little weird. Well, there's a lot of. Oh no, it's yelling no, this, down I the hallway. I love this shit. This is this is not the kind shit, of shit son. you like. There's it's a lot of yeah, especially the something the song that's coming up next, bro. This next song, fuck. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they are fucking. All right, now. flipping After the record. Breakfast. Yeah, this next, the next song, prototype. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard that. This episode of Dim Vinyl Boys is being brought to you by Prize Picks. Basketball season's here. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball. They got specials leagues. Uh, a league created specifically for combo projections. That means that you can take LeBron James, package him up with Travis Kelsey. Get that combo going and make 25 times your money. That's right. Prize picks 
is a proud sponsor of Dim Vinyl Boys. And if you want them to match your cash, all you have to do is go to prizepicks.com slash vinyl. Use our code vinyl for the first deposit, and they'll match up to a hundred bucks. Dim Vinyl Boys, proudly sponsored by our friends at Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash vinyl. Let them match that cash. Here it is. Okay. Here it is. Sounds like the beginning of like a uh, Kurt Cobain or that was a nice post, yeah. Jimmy Buffett song or something. Yeah, this song hard, man. What's the, what's the title of this one? Prototype. Prototype. Yeah, vibe out to this one. I hope that you're the one. If not, you are the prototype. Got a very okay, I remember this. old school vibe to it. We'll tiptoe to the sun and do things. I know you like. I think I'm in love. This is funky right here. I like this. Yeah, yeah man. Very, very, yeah. Uh, very funk. I played this in one of my vinyl night joints, man. Went out pretty good. I think I'm in They said uh, Andre 3000 got into uh, skating, skateboarding at one point in high school. And uh, he, he was fans of uh, Madonna, Duran Duran, which, by the Me way, too. next week I did mm-hmm. get the Duran Duran album. Get the, out. The purple one. Get so out. That'll be next week. I'm excited episode. for that one. Me too. Duran Duran. Like catch a matinee. This must be when he fell back in love with her. It was a one-night stand. He let that pussy go, but then it was so good that he came back to it. She was the prototype. I'm understanding well, the love does, below. It does say here, and I'm not sure if it's totally true, but it's on songtell.com. It says, the prototype song by Outkast, upbeat love song that expresses joy in a new relationship. Oh, okay. Maybe he hasn't gone back. Yeah, this song's narrator hopes that his newfound love interest is his lucky day and that she will be with him for the long term. Mm. But I, I don't think it works out. Well, I guess we'll find out in the next two songs or so. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see yeah. what the next one's called. That bitch? No. Yeah. <laughs> Ho too. Well, she lives in my lap, so it looks like things are going good by the next song. All right, well, yeah, 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 I'll say that too. That's how relationships always start. Well, yeah. Yeah, About five years later, she doesn't know where your lap is. She's never seen it. She's not going there. You can try to push her head down there. It ain't going. Wait till 20. (laughs) (laughs) You misogynistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I speak the truth. I know from experience, dude. Drink your hot chocolate. I am. I'm still speaking the truth. Sipping the chuck. <laughs> he made a Prince album. He did. It sounds very, like, very fun. With uh, covers? Covers of Prince songs? No, I'm just saying, this this seems like Prince. He's making oh. a joke. Yeah, well, I'm, not fun, haha, but it kind of sounds like a Prince. I get so what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an early, uh, like mid-80s, early 90s. Prince record, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's be a uh, Prince and uh, 
new power generation. Yes, that's Prince. what it is. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was about to say the uh, the other revolution. Like, no, it's not them. The other one, the new power, power generation. generation. Yeah, because that's who he did the sign of the times with. Or was uh, he still with? Him? He wasn't with. Him. He wasn't with the revolution. I think they were gone by. Yeah, then. it might have been. I can't. I'm not. I can't afford not to record. I can't afford to not record. I think we also have to mention the fashion of Andre 3000 because this guy, I he give him credit. It, he was out there with his fashion, but I always found myself gravitating towards it. You know, I think it was definitely a part of the fabric of who he is. You are a headscarf? He would wear turbans. He had different yeah. style hats, glasses, and he, and he never like really it. stayed too consistent with one look. His look was constantly evolving, changing. changing. Suspenders, he was big on the suspenders for a while. So is Country Kim. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hmm. <laughs> Country Kim. Getting a reference here on the show. Yeah, we are, yeah. Very, very private joke. Not even a joke. I mean, it's true. He did. He really was. Understandable. I've noticed that nowadays... On you? When, Nowadays, when you see Andre 3000, he wears, um, what are the, the overalls? I see him wearing overalls all yeah. the time. Yeah. You guys, country boy. You guys remember the, the Skids overalls? Oh, yeah. Yes. I love those. I, I have a set And of, the cross color ones. You still wear them? We used to have uh, used jeans ones and yeah. damaged. Yeah, overalls. We got to bring, bring this back. Hell yeah. In the back cold in the weather, day. it's uh, you can wear those bibs, you know, like to keep you warm. Mm hmm. Hell yeah. I'm glad we're not the only ones that call them bibs. Because I'm like, I wonder anybody else outside Missouri actually call them bibs. Because some people do call them overalls and stuff. Yeah. But we call them bibs. I call them bibs when it's uh, the cold. You know, when you wear the ones that you're like about to go out in the super cold. I call them overalls. The dicky ones. When they're just uh, jeans. Like just regular, jeans, uh, regular overalls. Regular. Uh, I like the beep. So this is called, uh, she lives in my lap with. Being sexy as Rosario Dawson. God damn, she finds it. Yeah. People have different theories about what this song is about. That's why they have his fingers, uh, the piano there sounds very happy right now. Hear it? Must be a major chord. Yeah. You know, those minor chords are sad chords. They are. Well, you use those in a lot of hip hop, but not this. It's, it's moving minor too. chords. This is not really sounding like a hip hop album. Not, not, not. This is more the vibey part of it. This is more. This is what you play if you got company over at the house and you you got good company versus like somebody just come over and fuck up your shit. Ramo. Yeah. I only fuck up spilling hot chocolate on your couch. Not mine. (laughs) Maybe one of you guys can elaborate on this more than I can, but. I was talking about Outkast to a friend of mine, and he was like, oh man, whenever I think of Outkast, I think of the day that South Hip Hop was born, and do you remember the Source Awards from 1995? Yep. And they got booed. South got something to say. Well, they won, they had just won Best New uh, Artist that year, and um, obviously it was in the middle of the East Coast, West Coast stuff, and... The Source Awards was in New York, and obviously at the time, New York didn't want to relinquish power of hip-hop. So, you know, so Andre got up there and said what he said. And, yeah, hip, Southern hip-hop, <laughs> they took off and never gave it back. 
And it, it, I remember Southern hip hop kind of being looked at like super country and yeah. kind of the lyrics are dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, you had um, heavy bass, field mob, and shit like that. You or know? it was like booty, booty rap. Yeah, yeah, right? well, like yeah. Two live crew and stuff. Yeah, because you had the two live crews. You had the, you had Luke Nim, but then bass, you had Miami bass. But then you had. You had the ATL stuff like early Jermaine Dupri yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Then, because '95, this is when Master P was just just yeah. on it, making some noise, and you had yep. the Memphis sound with uh, Three Six Mafia, A Ball, MJG, uh-huh. uh, Gangsta Pat. I remember that. Yep. Then you had Houston with UGK, UGK, you know? and Lil yep. Kiki yep. and all that. So you, so yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody like in the South and the Midwest rock with each other because you had like Bone Thugs and Twister. And, yeah. You know, uh, Tech Nine had just just put out his first record, um, and this is before like Nelly and Eminem came, cause they came like maybe four or five years after the fact. But they are benefiting from that. So yeah. when Andre got up there and said what he said, you know, the whole South was like, "Hell yeah, motherfucker!" Because New York be shitting on us, but like the the South and the West Coast always work together. So that's why you see a lot of West Coast artists on Southern records and vice versa where you sure. like East Coast artists because they didn't want to do it. And, and unfortunately, even to this day, it's, it's cost them dearly. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is pre-internet as well, not to cut you off. So it's like everybody was watching that, right? This is back when everybody was watching whatever was on TV. There wasn't nothing else to do. Yep. I have a little montage from that 1995 Source Awards where... Please play that shit. Here's some clips and the actual audio from that night here. It was pretty brutal to just be in a room full of people that, that don't even really, really care about what you do. So what's up, Dre? Pressure can either bust pipes or create a diamond. And what Andre said when he got on that microphone created a diamond. But it's like this, though. I'm tired of folks, you know what I'm saying? Them closed-minded folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we got a demo tape and nobody want to hear it, but it's like this. The South got something to say. That's all I got to say. South got something to say. Seem that bad. say. That really didn't seem that bad. Wasn't it wasn't disrespecting nobody. It wasn't no. that bad. It was just, he was like, just saying we're he here. Didn't, he didn't say you're you know you're not respecting our music. He said if I got a demo tape and I'm going to somebody that they want to act like you can't even listen to my stuff because I'm right. from the South. Which that's, I don't see any wrong with that. But what made it really some would say worse, it came right after what Suge Knight did oh, what he yeah. did. So Suge Knight got up and said what he said, and then Outkast wins this award. And they get up there and he says, same, what, yeah. and says what he says. So been in the air oh, that, was, that was the infamous all up in your in video. Yeah, that, that was the same award show. That was, every, <laughs> that was a doozy. Yeah, that, that was, that was, that was crazy because 
that night, that night was. I'm, I'm shocked. Nothing bad happened because you had New well, York artists. It did that eventually. Did, well, I'm talking about that night, but yes, yeah. eventually. But you know, New York artists had beef with each other because Wu Tang Clan wasn't mess with like Bad Boy and Bad Boy. Didn't nobody really mess with them. And you had like all right. these. But then Nas yeah. was there. But then when Suge Knight did what he did, everybody kind of like clicked up. But then, like, Bone Thugs, that came out and did their performance and was like, took a shot at Death Row because of Ruthless Records and Easy E. That was a crazy night, man. That's fucking hip hop, baby. That, there was a lot of animosity a in lot. that building. And then nobody get hurt that night. Which is shocking. Your security had it tight. Oh, yeah. They kept it moving. Yeah, they kept it moving. Had to. Thank God. A big pop hit here for Outkast. Probably their most popular song when you want to talk about globally and crossing over to different audiences. Mm -hmm. uh, this one called Hey Ya. And Andre actually played every instrument on this track except for the bass. Played every instrument this, except the bass. To me, this song basically boils down to the way you move on speaker box and Hey Ya on the Love Below. Exactly. That's this album. Yeah. Well, you remember when, this, when they dropped 100%. this album, I don't know which one came first, if it was, uh, I think, I think, I think you're right. Hey Ya came first and then the way you move came right after that yeah. because they hit him with that boom, boom. It was like, this shit yes. is out of here. And they had that cool video with Sleepy Brown yeah, and yeah. umbrellas and everybody's flying around. Everybody yeah. was uh, shaking it like a Polaroid picture. That, oh, was, yeah. that was the thing to do. Oh, yeah. It was big. When did this come out? 2006? Hold on. Let me, let me this see. album right here came out in November of... 2003. Three. September 23rd. What am I thinking? I'm thinking Idlewild. That's what I'm thinking of Idlewild. That's what I'm thinking. I remember this This came out early in my radio days. Yeah. Early in my radio days. Mm -hmm. And they didn't sample this. I'm looking at samples. People have sampled this, but they, this isn't a sample. Let me some sugar. Oh, yeah. I am your neighbor. Shake it. Sh shake it. This was always fun. Oh yeah! All the ladies on the dance floor are doing their little shaking it like a pull up. Oh, yeah. I used to, oh, come, I used to come out of my uh, going to my talk break, and I'd be coming out of the song and be whatever like club gig we were at or whatever. I would always like come shake it at whatever like America's Pub tonight, St. Louis, Missouri, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Come out, ladies, first fifty ladies get in free or whatever bullshit. Or you come enjoy my Memphis lesbian kissing contest. Even though I, I couldn't call it that. I like my, my getting to know each other contest. On the radio is what I used to call it. Ladies get to know each other. You know, I did. That's fun. I did uh, oh, forget another fun. banger on here. This Roses track, the which next, is the next yeah. track. Yeah, yeah. Rose is also yeah. a banger. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But a little bit less known, but now it is vibing. You hear it a lot now. We played on the air. Yeah, uh, Roses was a big hit. I always play Yeah, Roses was a good hit. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we played Not on as big as Hey Ya. No, definitely not. Of course not. Yeah, what? I like the way Roses starts with the little old-timey piano. Uh, should be hitting here in any second. Dang we God. are Divinal Boys, brought to you by Factor Meals. And there it is. Mm -hmm. Go to mm. factormeals.com slash vinyl. Meals right to your house. Delivered to your doorstep. Mm. Caroline, that bitch. Two minutes or less, they're yours. That's some good stuff, man. Go Love check it out. Love Factor Meals. Yeah. And then everybody on the dance floor, when you would play this, when it Mighty says stinking, everybody cover their nose and then do the little ooh, you yeah. don't want to smell it, poo poo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody would do that vibe on the. And dance he's floor. like, she crash into the curb, yeah. and, and, bitch. Do you know what's funny? 
every time I play this song, ladies love this song more than dudes. And dudes like this song, but chicks lose their mind oh, dude, when this like song it. drop. Hell well, yeah. It's good to dance. It's like good dancing music. Like, chicks love dancing oh, yeah. music. Like, so stuff they can move to. It you is. hear that all the time as a DJ. No, you like to thank yo shit. Well, don't like, and to uh, back off what Ginger was saying, like the whole, or was it TK one that said the whole crash part when they go into that and they like everybody yeah. just broke. Get all animated and go into I that. I hope you crash into a ditch, bitch. Yeah. And then he's yeah. like, just playing, which is, yeah. it's great. It's fun. And, and it's, it's fun really well written. play it out, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit don't stink. What? I got another clip here from uh, Andre3000. Here he's talking about uh, learning to perform and finding his voice. Your training ground lets you know what you are, who you are. Of course, you want to sound like everybody you love, but in the end, you really don't. You know what I mean? You, you, you don't, but you don't, you don't get to that point until you've put it out there and you've heard yourself sound horrible or you've heard yourself sound exactly like something, but not as good as what you love. It takes that time. So a lot of our proving ground were in the dungeon. You know, we didn't do a, a lot of shows, to be honest. It was, and it took me, and to that point, it took me a while to learn how to perform, actually. I mean, I could write, I was more of a writer, but even if you listen to the first album, I couldn't even enunciate or say my words, you know, like I wanted to because I, those muscles weren't built. We talked about it on last week's episode, that dungeon. That was the basement there in Atlanta where they were formed into the performers, the rappers that we all fell in love with in the mid-90s, and they treated it like military school, making these guys run laps while they're rapping, so that way when you're on stage and you're rapping, you're not running out of breath. You're still able to enunciate and spit the bars needed, and you're allowed to be able to be a showman and show off your skills. You can perform. We go away. Yes. Yep. Training. They, they owe a lot of what they accomplished to what happened in that dungeon. Yeah. The dungeon family. You know who all in it, right? Yep. You got uh, Rico. You got Sleepy Brown. Mm -hmm. You got Ray Murray. Right. Those were the big names of organized noise, they called themselves. And it was the connect, the plug that Rico had with L.A. Reid. That really opened the door for those guys. And if you missed last week's ep episode, the story is a good one where they go in front of L.A. Reed and rap in front of him and go back and forth, Big Boy and Andre, for about seven and a half minutes. And it's impressive, but L.A. Reed doesn't think that they have star power. Sure, these guys can rap. A lot of guys can rap. But I'm not sure Big Boy and Andre have star power. L.A. Reed said that to these kids' faces. They were teenagers. They go back to the dungeon, and then that's when they go into this military-style training. They get a second chance. The second chance, thankfully, is with a crowd involved as well, so they're able to show this is how we can be stars. Look at us. We are performing. But sometimes you're not ready the first time you get a look, so you can't ever give up. That's the... Uh, the moral of the story, kids. True. And that's true. And if you're not willing to go back and put it into work, you are never going to be ready. And diamonds are built, made under pressure. So that's maybe right. L.A. Reid may have even known that. He's like, these kids look like they may got something. But if I tell them they got something and they ain't, they ain't really polished yet. They're not there yet. So if I tell them, hey, I don't know if you got star power and kind of stick it to them a little bit. Maybe they come back with a chip on their shoulder and show me what's up. And they did. 
That's how you do it. He may have known that. He may have. That's how you do it. He may just be a dick. Maybe that's a genius in him. And even then, L.A. Reid didn't give him, like, roll out the red carpet when he did say, hey, I think these guys got something. If you remember, he put them on a Christmas album. And L.A. Reid was an R&B guy. He had a lot of R&B acts. He had no rap acts. But he took a chance on Outkast. And the very first song they did was the Christmas song, Player's Ball. Which is so great. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is That was a great song. And then when Player's Ball was one of the favorites of the songs on that R&B Christmas album they came out with that year. He was like, well, let's give them a whole album. Let's have them do an entire album. And we did that album on this show, if you go back yes, to some did. older episodes. I always fuck up the title, Memphis. Please help us. What is the Southern title? Southern Playlist of Cadillac Music. Yeah, it's a long title. Yes, Southern yes. Playlist of Cadillac Music. And on the album, it's all one word mashed together. That's mm-hmm. what makes it fun. So, you know, it's fun to say. Like, everybody in the in the Dungeon family. So, you got Outkast, obviously. And then you got Goody Mop. For those you don't know, yep. you also have... And cool who are, who are the, all the members of Goody Mob? I know CeeLo Green is CeeLo, one. Uh, Cujo. Timo, Cujo, and uh, Gip. Big Gip. Now, here's something... He's the tall Here's one. something you guys probably didn't know, that CeeLo was actually in Outkast. It was a, they were a three-man group. Really? They were a three-man group. I did group. not know and, that. And, yes, you, I did know that. This is so, new info, yep. people. Yep. And, right. uh, That's deep. That's deep. And so Rico decided now that CeeLo... He fit more in Goody Mob, which it worked obviously. Two and round, so, you know, and then that's uh, dope. And then you got, uh, like I said, Cool Breeze. You got Backbone, and for those of you who don't know, Future is also in Dungeon Family. All right, we are on the third side, second record. Okay, so this is the last side. No, nope, nope, one, one more. We're on side. Good side day, G. good sir. We got H. Ah. It's a lot of sides. It's like Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm having a ten-course meal that here. Is Mr. Bentley Farnsworth? Indeed it is, sir. Good day, good sir. How do you do? Look fine. Fantastically well, I am certainly not fine by far. But you could say I'm close to spectacular. Close to spectacular? How so? Open your eyes. Spectacular's right in front of you. Whatever you say, you're spectacular. No, I'm fantastically well. Come on, man, make up your mind. A minute ago, you said you were fine. No, I said I'm close to spectacular, I but I wonder what I kind of drugs Andre was on when he close did this one. Spectacular. <laughs> you said you were fantastically <laughs> well. Exactly. Sounds like he's trying to do exactly. some like almost Which Shakespearean shit close going to on here. Or I got the feeling, and I always I did, that he was always, like I said earlier, the more artistic type. Like I bet in high school, he would like be in plays and shit. Things like that. And get beat up. I could see it. He said get beat up. Well, when Big Boy and Andre, Big Boy and Andre met in the the lunch the lunchroom, they would have these rap battles in the lunchroom. And they oh, yeah. said Big Boy like was about the streets and Big Boy was about that life. And Big Boy was straight up in the streets hustling. As to where Andre was more into just the come, arts, the fashion, right? Just coming was, and whooping, yeah. rapping about like just cats rapping, and yeah. apples and yeah. shit, <laughs> fucking colors, <laughs> describing apples. the table and shit. Like yeah. big boys, like fuck, he's whooping me. Yeah. Well, they would have epic uh, lunchroom battles, and they didn't like each other in the beginning because they were Typical. rap battling each other. Typical. Man. And they were a little, they were different, you know. Big boy was street. He wouldn't fuck with big boy, but Andre. 
was artistic and creative and you couldn't deny how talented he was. Right. And they didn't like each other, but then they grew to respect each other in the lunchroom. And then ultimately decided they were going to become a rap duo. The greatest rap duo. I think yes, so. I think did. so. Yes, they are. We talked about Definitely it. Definitely from the South. We talked about it on last week's show, like greatest rap duos. And Mob Deep is out there. We named some of the names, but I can't name one that's better than Outkast. Might be something better than this song. Sales-wise, I mean, they sold more than anybody. I would say A-Ball, MJG, and UGK are better. I wouldn't say Mob Deep is better, but they're right there. I mean, the Trap Call Quest, you know, because... There's a lot. It's all subjective. Yeah. I mean, you know, it depends on what you really like that, that you're going to select what group, you know. And Eric B and Rakim. Yeah, it's definitely. Well, you well, know, he's Eric, really a solo a, act. Yeah, he's a solo act. I mean, Eric B was just a DJ. Run DMC. Run DMC. That's, that's, that, that's, they definitely, you know, you know. Are they a duo or is it yeah. two guys and a DJ? What, I mean, yeah, it's two guys and a DJ. So yeah, I, mean, I always look at them as a trio. Well, the, I always I mean, throw the DJ in there. Well, see, as part the, of it. In the beginning, it was it was never like the rap group was a rap group, but the DJ was part of the rap group. But he was still just a DJ, like he was separate from the actual rappers. I I, I disagree because I feel like it's not like that anymore. But the DJ was a part of the group back then. Back in the day, yeah. Well, yeah, everything started with the DJ, the DJ, and then and then the rapper came it's after true. the DJ. True. So everything starts with the DJ. But the DJ didn't really rap, so right. typically it was just a duo with the DJ. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the way I always saw it personally. Got another dope duo, you know, the what Dog about, Pound. What about EPMD? Yeah, oh, definitely, they the shit. EPMD, hell yeah. Yeah. Gangstar, the Green Eye. I love Gangstar. The Gangstar Green Eye Bandit can't stand it. Mm-hmm. But then I guess Gangstar it goes back to the whole MC and DJ because DJ Premier just he didn't rap at all. Mm-hmm. Guru did, right? You know, it's true. Who would be considered a rap duo like today? Like who who are the rap duos of 2023? Are there any? <laughs> no. <laughs> is no, there is there really. even one? I'm trying to look it up right now. Who I mean, are the rap? I don't even know who's really duos of today. I don't know any. LMFAO. <laughs> the last one I could. They haven't made a. But they LMFAO. They they were more. No, it was just two. They, they were. About, I, I wouldn't put them in hip hop. No, Drake and Twenty One Savage won best duo group hip hop album of the year. That's terrible. But yeah. they're, they're not a real duo. How? Yeah, that's they're not one of the album as a duo. I'm looking because there's no other person for that category. Yeah, they want <laughs> like nobody gonna somebody meet. wins an election. Somebody, nobody, ain't running nobody against running. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, found, I found something on Complex here that has the greatest duo performances here. Of the last few years, and it's really not duos; it's just single artists mm-hmm. getting together for a duo. Which, right. like TK said, when I see, I'm seeing Travis Scott and Young Thug as yeah. one of the great duos. Drake and Future, um, Lil Wayne and Two Chains, ASAP Rocky and Schoolboy Q. It's like we become a more singular society, Gentry. Yeah, mm. every, everybody wants their flowers. They can't come up me, with me, a, me, 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 a band. Uh, who else is on this list? I guess the teamwork don't make dream work for some people, I guess. Or anybody. It's true. 
You got Rick Ross and Meek Mill doing a lot together. They are. I've seen that. But I'm not seeing any names of any duos. You like, won't. Maybe that is it. Could I say that it's because everything is digital and you can send things across the pipes now, i.e. Dropbox and everything else. So it's mm. like back in the day, you had to be in the dungeon if you were going to make music with Andre 3000 and be with Big Boy. If they were going to make music together, they had to be together. Now, you don't got to be anywhere. You can be across the world. I can. We can make a song today together this morning. It's true. I can yeah, record it. Change. Change. I mean, it does true. seem to suck a little bit. It sucks because, you know, there isn't any chemistry. There's an you know energy I mean? when and, you're together. Yeah, and, and you, you know. There just uh, is. Sure. One thing, <laughs> just is. one of my old program directors told told us law, all way back in the day is that you cannot fool the public. You can do it for a while, but at some point, people catch on to like what you're doing. And so artists today, you know, they try that and it just doesn't work. You can just tell in the record sales, really. You know, nobody's really moving serious units. Like back in the day where somebody sold like, say, $500,000 500, copies, people still be like, oh, that's gold, but you ain't go platinum, though. You know, ain't nobody even selling close to 100,000 units. Yeah. They compare more to streams, but, you know, you buying streams and, I mean, you know, it's... It's just not the same. Like, it used to be put in. Also, the content is not good. So, that's another thing. <laughs> well, this is why I love doing Dim Vinyl Boys in this show because I really do miss the thought of going to the record store and buying an album, bringing it home, opening it up, looking at the artwork that's inside of it, reading some of the lyrics, mm -hmm. putting it on, dropping the needle on the record, the whole experience. I did that yesterday. And this album, telling a story, a love, the love below story. It's telling a story from beginning to end. It's taking you on a journey. These kids now, they don't, they don't get anything tangible. You're either streaming the song, or you're, you're maybe downloading it to your phone, but you're not getting any artwork. You're not getting something you can hang on the wall. You're not getting something you could bring to a friend's house and share it with them. I guess you could with your phone, but they can do the same thing. Yeah, but they don't. I mean, you could put it on download on your phone or streaming, whatever. And you go to like Tidal, Spotify. They have like all the credits. You, they have a lot of stuff. Kind of, you can read. It's there. Yeah. People just don't read. True. It's unfortunate. People Not don't. Anymore. People don't read. Cause they can't. Oh, Waiting on a tax return. Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I know that they can't write in cursive anymore. What? That's true. They stopped, no way. They stopped teaching kids how to write in cursive. And my, Years ago. My kids, when it comes time for them, my son had to buy a car recently. So I was with him, co-signed for him, and it came time. Just, go ahead, sign here. Just put print, a little X on there. Print here, sign here. 
So my my, my <laughs> son prints his name and then prints his name because he doesn't have a signature. <laughs> Sorry, that's crazy. That's, that's wow, man. Wait, that was like the first thing they taught you in school: how to write your signature. Yeah, remember the piece of paper you used to have, like be, uh, like practicing the, 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 you practice it over and over and shit like that. Cursive. And what the yeah, fuck are they doing in school? Looks nothing like my name would look in cursive. Nothing. They're in school for eight hours a day. They don't learn cursive. Whatever. What are they learning in schools then? We know what they're learning. What are they doing? They're learning to hate each other. Communism. <laughs> Just learning to kick God each other's butts. That's what they're learning. Terrible. Karate, I guess. I Seems know like. karate. I know jujitsu. <laughs> I know TikTok. A TikTok uh, class. Uh, first period. Uh, second period. Karate. Third period. Wrestling. <laughs> Lunch. Then lunch. Lunch. <laughs> or a period. Rap. And at some point, you're going to sleep in class. Gym and break dancing. That's it. Golly, that's oh. terrible. <laughs> Maybe they should teach them like about annuities and investing their money. Teach them about uh, taxes. Very smart. Teach them about going to the uh, grocery store and how to save money at the grocery store. You know who would yeah, agree with you? Andre 3000. Yes, if, he would. If they did that, though, then they wouldn't have a bunch of zombies walking around here not knowing what's going on, hoping that their whatever pay they're at their mercy at mm -hmm. is going to pay the bills at the end of the month. But you know what? That actually starts at home. They don't start in the school. They start at home. That's on mom and daddy. So yeah. if, if if the school is not responsible for teaching them that, that's, that's mom true. and daddy's fault. That's a good so soundtrack for this conversation. So if the kids don't know, that's the parents' fault. And maybe the parents don't know. And the, if the parents don't know, especially today, you got, there's so many so much information out that there. you can learn in you know to to could you want i mean obviously i'm not a parent you know i'm just a, a grand funkle you know but if i had a kid i would want them to know more than i do you know what i mean if it's 100%. something I, I told my brother when i had he had my my first niece i told him i said these kids are going to be so more advanced than us there's no reason for you not to know you ain't got to know That's everything true. but there's certain things i think you should know you know, I, you know, even as an uncle, I mean, my nieces and nephews ask me all kind of shit, and I'm like, fuck, why don't I know that? <laughs> you know, I mean, let me find well, out, you know. Where do but, babies come from? Let's oh, they know that already. <laughs> but see, you got to understand, too, though, like, these kids came into a world where, you know, a lot of them by four and five years old, they have phones or mm -hmm. these computers in their hands that do things that... We didn't even have the opportunity to touch until we were seniors, juniors in high school. Like, you had to go to the it, library to get an yeah. encyclopedia. Yeah, you know they don't know about the Dewey Decimal so, System. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot, yeah, they have a lot like of that. advantages to be more advanced. But we also go back. You ask one of them to cook you a home-cooked meal, they probably, you know, a lot of them can't do that, whereas we probably can. If you don't know how to cook a home-cooked meal... In our demographic, yeah. now I'm not aging us, but we, we our generation oh, is, yeah, the, is no. the best generation. Gen X. I cook holiday. You know, meals. if you don't know how to cook and you're a Gen Xer, <laughs> like it, it's just, it's just a, it's cause it's just, it's cold out here, man. You don't you, like learn how to learn how to do shit you supposed to do, and no, you don't get a gold store for it either. You there's a man or woman, there are certain things that you should know, know how, how to do. 100. And if you and it's okay not to know certain things. You know, I'm, I'm not on my soapbox. But you know, sometimes certain things just need to be said. Well, you know? there's basic, you know, you know, just you certain things, survive. right? Right, you know, because you think about this. Say, 
the te technology just goes down. Like we have a power grid shut down. And there's no internet. I, I, to me, I find it funny because I would watch people freak out because they don't know what the fuck to do. And I'm like, well, man, me and you the same age. How do you not know how to do small shit till we get things back up and going? Yeah. You de stop depending on technology. We didn't have the internet. Exactly. You know, Learn we, how to use your up. hands, yeah, yeah. you know? Sure. Yeah. G's just vibing out. Yeah, he is. This shit's nice. cool. It's all my nice first. Instrumental I was like, are two songs playing at the same time? But they're not. But it just sounds like a little weird. The clap is a little. It's almost like it's like clap, clap. You, you know what else this album is? Like in our our current state right now, <laughs> when you're you're a little lifted, and you're in good company, it sounds so much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like vibing. I like this song right here. It really is. That bass. Yeah, it's cool. It's grimy. Now, which song is this one? Okay, so this is number four. Make Love Not War, he keeps saying over and over again. Okay. I don't know if that's love the name. Love in of. War is the love, name love of it. Love in War, okay. Right. Make Love Not War. Make Love Not War. It's even got like a, a little news drop. Mankind. Man, man, yeah, I like mankind. it. They're scratching. One of their, my favorites that they did was Wheels of Steel, which had like a yes. million scratches. Yes. Who was Outcast DJ? Did they have a DJ? Uh, I, don't I don't think so. I have to look that up. I don't know who was DJing on these songs. I was scratching on these songs. It's amazing. All right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Is that Andre crying like a baby? Maybe. This must be when the baby comes. He knocked her up. Or when Erica left him. <laughs> Jackass. No, I think this is when he left it in. And now he's got the stork flying in. Hey, they say with Erica Badu, man, like, if you look her in the eyes, she gets you. Like, she just, she just got this, this umph about her. I hear that from a lot of people. Like, a lot of people. I, I listen to sports talk radio in Chicago. And I was listening to the midday show one time, and they were talking about her. Eric and, Badu. Yep. And and the host, well, well, one of the co-hosts was talking about how he did that with Common. She did that with Common. She did mm -hmm. it with Andre 3000. DLC. She got him. <laughs> yeah. Jay Electronica. Yeah, yeah. She got him, too. She almost got Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he was like, man, Kendrick I'm telling you, is. there's something about her. There's something about her. I was like, yeah, I'll stay it, away from It's that. like one of those, would you take the chance? The opportunity. I'm good. No. Eric Badu stepped to your ass right now. Nope. You're a damn liar. Uh uh. Bullshit. Man, you just said you'd bag Dolly Parton about two weeks ago. Oh, you sure hilarious. Did. I ain't never said hilarious. that. Yeah, you, you, know, you know we got it. never say that. You know we got it on record. I right. have way too much respect. For Dolly oh, you no, said no, what no, you no, would no, what no. you would do with her tits and everything. Did you said you said you would like <laughs> that was not on the air. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, absolutely not. I mean, obviously, if I wasn't you know committed to my spot, like you know our bizarre world. Yeah, you know, single guy, Erica Badu. Yeah, she's fucking gorgeous. And she's probably got some money, you know, especially. Drinks. I don't care about that. She's got Andre yeah. 3000. I have my own money. I want to care about money. I want to touch that You know what I'm saying? I want to see how and deep you guys goes. all would like a sugar mama, man. Come on now. No, actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want no damn sugar mama so she can try to tell you what to do. Hell no. I've been getting money since I was six years uh, old. My wife already tells me what to oh, do. Oh, see, yeah. Oh. So. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm good with it though. That's your mate, man. Yeah. Don't call her that though. Yeah, yeah, no, she'll take offense. Man. It can't, it, that's uh, my mate. mate. Yeah, that's my bitch. She, oh, <laughs> I, I, what? Nope, they ain't saying that. Ramos' wife. I don't Alicia. even. What's her name? Alicia. <laughs> Alicia Ramos' wife. She don't listen, it's her. He ain't got shit. How can you care about somebody and you never get the welfare of them? What? Did she say something about welfare? You don't care about the welfare of this baby. Oh. I guess that's what she's saying. That's I'm it. not paying for this well, baby. I mean, how much welfare does the baby get? Yeah, that's why it's welfare. I don't have to give it to the baby. The government does. Get out of here. Hit your dick, no, that's called child, <laughs> that's yeah, called no, child support. support. You're supposed to. Hell yeah, dude. That's child support. I'm sure Erica Badu got <laughs> I, I was on the child support. For, Who knows? About 14 years for three kids. And it, like, after. Cheaper to keep her. Nine years. Nah, fuck that. I was happy with her. I mean, no offense. Like, it's cool because she got what she needed and I did too, so. It worked out for everybody. That's, that's somebody. Somebody very, very close to me had a situation with uh, child support, and he uh, called me and was like, "Man, I, I just can't do this." And I and I was like, "Bro, you can't walk like, away. He, he can't pay the child support." Or no, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it because he the child wasn't his. Oh, and he put his on. name on the birth certificate. I'm like, "Well, why would you do that? Like, why are you raising somebody else's kid and you don't want to pay for him? Like, the, first don't raise nobody else's kid if you're not That's ready to be. Sad. Don't do it, fellas. Do not let do your research. Said women, yeah, do your fucking research. You got damn right about that. To trap you into being a, a father to someone else's kid, don't do. You're gonna hate life. Don't do it. Don't do you think? it. I mean, I know some people. I think it's all definitely situational. Um, Aspirational. I I mean I know I know a couple people who have stepped in and have become wonderful step parents and like the kids really grow up loving them to death. Oh, I ain't talking about. I'm talking about the ones. I respect them, the men who do that. I'm talking about the ones who trap your ass. Right. Oh, try to trap his ass like. Oh, this your baby, and he and he an idiot because he thinking of this my my yeah, baby. But like, baby, just get a freaking DNA test. They, yeah, you know, get that. Make sure it ain't yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah, it ain't yours, yeah, yeah. no, burn out. You talking about you talking about some Jerry Springer type that stuff? That shit. That's yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking I'm about. Yeah, but the guys will step I'm up. With you. Yeah, the guys will step up. Salute to them. Yeah. yeah. Looks like Andre three thousand has I know at least one kid. Named Seven with Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can find that he has any other children. But he was an only child, as we've learned. And one thing that is in common with Big Boy and Andre 3000 is both of them raised by single parents. Now, Big Boy would eventually leave Savannah, Georgia, and go to Atlanta, Georgia, when he's a sophomore in high school, and go and stay with his auntie. And his auntie was a singer herself, pretty successful in her own right wasn't a big national star but she was a touring musician and singer and she had a lot of success overseas i believe in africa she had uh some hit hit records that she sung on backup vocals and had made some money singing and so big boy decided he wanted to move to atlanta to be with his auntie and his auntie could maybe 
teach him a few things about the business, show business. Because he was drawn to show business. And when you know, you know, man. When you know what you want to do with your life, you make the certain sacrifices and you jump off the porch, as they say. And you just go for it. Her name was Renee, was his auntie, and she actually died at a young age, I think like in her early 50s, mid 50s. Mm-hmm. And that was heartbreaking for Big Boy because that was like losing his mother. She ra- raised him and was very close to her. And I guess that was a time where Andre 3000 had to build Big Boy up and, and help keep him going because he was down and out about losing his aunt. I bet. She was a big part of, of his life. That's why you keep the right people around you. When you're down, the right, your homies are. Your circle keep yeah, you up. They hold you, you know, up. You got yeah. You got to. And when L.A. Reed, the first time Outcast was able to rap in front of him, and he denied them and said they had no star power. Story goes that Andre 3000 himself lacked confidence after that, and it was Big Boy who had to build up Andre and be like, "Come on, man, we've we've come too far. We've worked this hard. Don't get like Andre wanted to give up." Yeah, I'm sure it was more like, man, fuck that nigga. We, you know, could have been that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I decided decided not to say that. Careful, yeah, careful, careful. You did, 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 Gentry. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Watch your mouth. But I know that Big Boy had a a say in building Andre back up because he was devastated when L.A. Reid said they don't have star power. He he didn't think. He's like, well, maybe we don't. We've been working hard on this. We've been praying about this. It's just not meant to be. But Big Boy. Being the big boy was like, come on, Andre, get your shit together. Let's yeah. go. You know, whatever. Definitely. What Maybe what Ramos said, I'm not sure. But it's close. He, he, he said it, and, uh, and and it got Andre back on, you know, like, sure. let's do it. And then later, Pep talk. big boy loses his auntie, and Andre is the one that's picking big boy up. He didn't want to make music anymore after his aunt died. But time heals all wounds, as sure. they say. You got to allow yourself to grieve in situations like that, you know, and Refine your purpose, and sure. then, uh, like I said a moment ago, you know, you keep the right people around you, you know, and and 100%. be right. Because I mean, I've been in that situation a few times, you know, but you know, good thing I got a good team around me, you know, my homies and whatnot, and they they kept me going. Sure. And 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 gone, I've gone to do a bunch of wild shit. We <laughs> like, goddamn, but you know, I'm glad my homies rode with me and I stuck to it, you know, and stuck to my guns because I'm like. Is either what go back to from to the hood, going back to St. Louis? Nope, nope. I feel you on that one. You get by with a little help from your friends. You can also get by this holiday season with Factor Meals delivered right to your door, and they're ready in two minutes or less. They are America's number one delivered meal meal kit. And what I love about them is you get a nice little eclectic bunch of different kinds of meals you get a nice mexican meal you get a nice chicken meal they've also got pasta meals that's that's a good one of my faves and i'm getting hungry now yeah yeah i know we're gonna hit factor meals at the end of this episode yes i'm looking forward to it (laughs) if you want to get a factor meal just go to factormeals.com slash vinyl and you can save 50 percent on your first order and it's the holiday season who has time to cook or go to the grocery store these meals delivered right to your front door on ice fresh never frozen and they're delicious ready in two minutes or less factormeals.com slash final this song's called vibrate i really like the reverse beat it's a lot like paul revere yeah remember Beastie that Boys. Yeah. yeah definitely oh, we here's a got little story the north jones joint 
Ah, that was the last song we had uh, just played. Take take off your cool. I love Nora Jones. Oh man, yeah. I fucking love Nora Jones. I gotta go see her concert again, man. She's amazing. Come away with me in the night. We ought to do a Nora Jones record, man. Interesting. She's smooth. Yes, she is. I have one more final clip here from Andre 3000 talking about his early inspirations and his motivations. I have to say Tribe and Dog Pound, uh, Snoop and them. Um, and just it was when you at that point of discovery as a kid and you're seeing these new ways of doing things, these new ways of rapping, like the way hieroglyphics were rapping at the time it was completely new the phrasing was different yes the, the bending of words absolutely me and eminem we sat on the phone about an hour talking about hieroglyphics like how those words and we were trading like their lyrics yes. on the phone yes. like do you remember man like they sparked so much they opened up a new door for everybody that man. was that was from the rick rubin interview with andre 3000 it is a good listen. I suggest you go out and uh, check that out. Uh, Rick Rubin and Andre 3000 talking music and inspirations and motivation for, for an hour, which is, uh, which again, highly recommended from the Vinyl Boys. Yes. You know, it, it, just imagining that phone call with the two of them, it, it's to me, I think it's really special because, you know, you got one of your peers who's like the best at what he does and people respect him because he's considered one at the best what he does and sure. they just keeping each other sharp and, and getting better and, and that's another thing i would say you know surround yourself with folks who keep pushing to be better sure you know that's that's like the best feeling in the world when you got a team that's pushing you to be better and you encouraging them to be better too 100%. that's an unstoppable force yeah i just hope that when he was hanging out with rick rubin that he washed his feet you, know, that. you notice that you notice that Rick Rubin always walking around with no shoes. Oh on. yeah. And when he does interviews, like he sits Indian style, and you see him like picking at his feet and stuff. And I remember one interview I saw, like the bottom of his feet looked like he, you know, had been walking around in, in black tar. His bottom of his feet were just black. But hey, you don't wear shoes. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> so you know his bed is nasty because he oh, don't yeah, wash his feet. Yeah. Yuck. At least in this he ain't interview. sitting on my damn sofa. Not at all. Like you keep <laughs> Take note, whenever you see Rick Rubin in an interview, he'll have like one of his feet up with no shoes on and he'll be just playing with his feet. He's yeah. always barefoot. Good times. Now you Good come time. to my house, I got some booties for you. Take them put some put some dump shit on them nasty ass feet. Yeah, if you wear I got two socks. If you wear shoes, <laughs> yeah, two socks. you know the ones with the big ass stripes on yeah. the top. Yeah. You know what? He'd probably like them too because he he like if I gotta put on some, I'll put on those 70s style yeah, two yeah, socks. Yeah. Give me the yellow ones, please. Get them from Kmart. <laughs> Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. His name has come up a lot on the Vinyl Boys. You know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, oh, yeah. Rick Rubin worked with. Um, Beastie Boys, Rick Rubin worked with. Run DMC. Uh, Run DMC. Uh, the list goes on and on of albums. He worked with Johnny Cash at one point, Rick Rubin. But never never really played an instrument, Rick Rubin. He's got, he's got that it, the gift of gab. So I wonder what song are they reversing on this? What would you think? I'm not sure. This is definitely not a hip-hop album. I will say that again. This is the one surprise to me. I thought we would hear some rapping at some point. You got, got some rap. He rapped a little bit. Mm. He bent his words. I do mean motherfucker. Because Mother Earth is dying and we continue to fuck her to death. Oh. Play with your own squishy. Play with your own squishy. Become the master of your own bation. And yes, Become the master of your own bation. Watching you. But no need to be embarrassed. For the future is in your hands. No, the future is in your hand. Play with your own squishy. Is he trying to say play with yourself? Well, the song's called Vibrate, so maybe. Vibrator, maybe? Probably. Top drawer there uh, by the socks. Make sure she's plugged in. Don't sniff it. Have fresh batteries. Jazzy sounding shit. It's like contradictory sounds, you know? Mm. That's a trumpet, right? That we're hearing those horns? It does sound like a trumpet with that thing stuck in the front of it. That it gives it that thing. sound. A plunger. <laughs> we just went and got the plunger out of the bathroom, dog. <laughs> That's what it looks like. They got that trumpet and they put that Yuck. little plunger end on there. What you do to my trumpet, hey, dog? Hey, it's called a muffle. L- he was right. Oh, well, that's e- it. What is that? The speaker box? Speaking spell? Speaking spell. I met you in the club in Atlanta. Last Georgia. song. Said me get my home, but we're coming out with an album. A day this in is the rapping. A life in the right. day of Andre Benjamin. You were on the Incomplete, album. so the song's not done. House about them oranges. Moved away from home to school with big plans. By day, study the history. Sounds like a poem more than rapping. What rapping is a poem, I guess. Yes, it is. To get your pants was a mission in pie. Sabo, we were both the same age, but I... 
I like that bass. The same page, but in the same book of life, so I page you when you're a bass head, Gentry. You're all like, I like that bass. Do you like bass in your motherfucking face? I do. You're hacking up your skirt now. Barely here, standing next to the speakers at the concert. Heaven or hell, the angelic nastiness you possessed made you by far the best. Therefore, hard to tell. You dropped me off by the dungeon, never came in, but I knew that you. We haven't talked much about Andre 3000's appearances in movies and television during this episode. Yes and no. He's got a lot of movie credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen many of these, but uh, Hollywood Homicide. One of my faves. With Harrison Ford. Yeah, and uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, that's a good fucking movie, man. It's funny as shit, too. It's yeah. good. Looks like he was in a movie that uh, starred. Um, is that uh, John Travolta? Be Cool? Oh, yeah, that's another one. The that's a cartoon. No, no, Be Cool. Be Cool was a cartoon, wasn't it? No, no, that's a, it's a movie movie. Danny DeVito was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm uh, thinking of something else. The Rock is in it. Vince Vaughn yeah. is in it. That's uh, right. Stephen Ty- Aerosmith is in it. Uh, yeah. Christina Millian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. That's right. Plays Ben. Oh, yep. man, that movie's hella good, though. <laughs> How about the movie he did with Mark Wahlberg and Tyrese, uh, Four Brothers? Yeah, that was, yeah. G, that was some G shit. Yeah. Up in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good-ass movie. And he played Jimmy Hendrix. Did he? Yeah, he played Jimmy Hendrix too. He was also in the 2006 uh, version of Charlotte's Web. What? They redid the was 1952 the novel. No, I don't think that he, he, he did. Ah. He was Elowin, whoever that is. Oh, okay. That's probably, and I said this He's before. Probably a voice. It reminds me of the yeah. Idlewild voice. thing. Because it's that type of Yep. Idlewild, he was in that. He was also in uh, Semi Pro with uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. That was funny. Boom. <laughs> Woody Harrelson was also in Semi Pro and uh, Andre 3000 in that movie as well. I remember that. I got that on DVD at home. He was just in a movie in 2022 called White Noise. Uh, I didn't hear much about it, but. White Noise. Adam Driver is in it. You know who Adam Driver is? It's the sound white people make. Yeah. He's also in a movie that came out in 2022 called Showing Up, which was a comedy drama. I never heard of it. Television credits, he was on Martin in 1995. Okay. Damn Gina And uh, American Crime He was in uh, He's also been heard in a video game If you ever played L.A. Rush On Playstation The game came out in 2005 And he did a voiceover Interesting And did you hear the song that he was on With Killer Mike and Future Yeah. Scientists and Engineers I like that one yeah, yeah. That, that one's up for possibly uh, big awards. Yeah, for uh, best rap song. Yep, so best here, rap performance. So here he has put out a rap song. Well, he, he recently. Uh, you, so that song almost didn't come out because he didn't like it at first, and he told Big uh, Killer Mike to scrap it. But when they remastered it, he was like, "Oh, that sounds good." So he's like, "All right, then we can, you know, keep it on your record." Which I think Killer Mike should win album of the year. That Michael is just forgetting him to be on an album a rap album absolutely you cannot express the importance of 
the mix down of a song. Oh, absolutely. Like, that really makes a huge difference. And you guys are knowing more about that than I do. I mean, especially you, TK. Because, you know, oh, cheers. You know, yeah, cheers. Yeah, you got to be able to uh, mix out all the instruments. There are levels put, to it. Put the right effects on them. Like the original mix has to be right, and then after that, then the mastering has to be right. right. So there are levels even oh, to definitely. that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side chain. Side chain is oh, in the original chain. type of uh, that is. mixing. That's, that's in the beginning. Explain the side chain, if you can, uh, quickly, Ramo, because... That's the end of the record, by the way. Yeah. Well, the side chain, basically, what it does is it's, uh, it's an effect that will, like, let's say if you have a bass tone playing with the kick it will duck that bass tone out while the kick hits to give that kick more presence and then kind of just blend in the bass tone that's where a lot of the miami bass music got like the hard-hitting knocks and shit mm-hmm. by doing that to their music oh, using cool. a lot of compression it basically blends the kick and the bass together yeah and it sounds fantabulous. Well, we love kicking it and dropping bass right here on Dim Vinyl Boys. That's going to do it for this double episode. Hey. Very impressed up, with uh, Speaker Box and The Love Below, the collaboration yeah. with the greatest duo possibly in music ever, for sure in hip-hop. Uh, maybe the greatest duo ever, like a Shobi, uh, Kobe and Shaq, like a Peanut Butter and Jelly. Batman and Robin. Like Big Boy <laughs> and Andre. Andre. Three mm-hmm. stats. Son. I like it. You guys liked it? You enjoyed yeah. it? Yeah. Big yeah. time. It's great. This the uh, second album. Oh, so we, this is the third album we've done from Outcast, right? So we oh, did we, Southern Playlistic. Yep. And then we did the uh, Speaker Box. And yeah. then we did the Love Below. All those Speaker Box and the Love Below. Kind of go together. They're like one album. So, they are. Okay. So, so they were packaged they're the together. So they're the second artist that we've done an album twice because Tupac was the first and we've Tupac. done and we did what? a double album with Tupac yeah. as well and then we did uh, All me Eyes on the, Me All and Eyes and Me Against the World you got it yeah look well, at that we appreciate everybody listening uh, next week we will be going to a European band uh, that Love it. got mm. very very mm. popular in the 1980s and inspired Andre 3000 that would be I Duran Duran I am excited me too, me too. <laughs> that will be next week's Duran, episode Duran mother efforts yeah. please go like my hair. like and subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and yes. keep the needle in the groove and keep it groovy we are Dim Vinyl Boys and we hope to uh, have you back next week. Thanks for listening. We out of here. Peace, boy. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.